This episode is brought to you by Camino Cloning Facilities. Immensely superior to droids, our clones will provide the most well-equipped and efficient grand army that a Republic could ever need. Using the genetic template of a man who just wants to get ahead, we produce the best fighters in the galaxy. By appointment only, no walk-ins. We are not responsible for clones susceptible to participating in a coup leading to an authoritarian regime. <laughs> it's nothing a little music can't help. Mark and Gabe don't record them without a fight. We said podcasters. We said got a grand box. Welcome to the 28th ever episode of Voice of the Rebellion. I'm Mark. I'm Gabe. And we have a, we have a guest. We will introduce you, sir. Yeah. How dare you? We were in charge of this. This is our podcast. <laughs> we're joined this week by my good friend, Eric. Hello. He's very... He is He is grabbing him in. Yeah, just reeling him in. Reeling him in with his... With his uh, Eloquence. Yeah. <laughs> you shot me down already. <laughs> now, are you going to be like... I'm going to pout. You're just going to pout the whole episode? Time, yeah. All right. Um, so... Oh, did we have any fan letters? We don't have any fan letters this week. I what? Know. I know. Well, did Brian at least say anything to you about the last episode? He said it was terrible. No, he didn't. He, he liked it. Wow, and he has nothing to say. No. So I can just shit all over him right now. I mean, you can. And, like, But then anytime. you're going to get another episode. <laughs> or another uh, another letter. Well, I mean, that's the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, there's this hole in my heart that can only be filled by the conflict between me and Brian. Yeah. And now I feel like something's missing because there's not that fan letter for me. Yeah. So, Eric, uh, we have uh, our listener, our one listener is, is one. Brian, and he um, what up two? He just says terrible things to Gabe in his letters. Yeah. It's pretty, He's always it's putting, pretty great. Me, putting me down for no reason. I've never deserved any of it. I listened last week. It was, or uh, the last yeah. podcast yeah. you did. It was, I mean, it was okay. Thanks. Mark was funnier than Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now Gabe's pouting. <laughs> Um, so let's go ahead and do some news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So they released the official episode nine cast list. Yes. Um, and it does include Mark Hamill. Yes. Let's talk about that first. Okay. What is your vision for Mark Hamill in episode nine? Exactly that the vision. It's going to be Force Ghost. Well, yeah. Like it's. But what? do you think it'll be very involved or just like a brief cameo at the end just to pull it all together? No, no. It's, I think he's going to show up and say some words of wisdom. Yeah. But yeah, I think they would have to because they're so bent on like including the old trilogy characters yeah. in these new films. Yeah. That they would probably give him like, not like a sizable role, but like a, yeah, like a important uh, plot point. Yeah. Um, he'll, he'll, he's going to do the, here's the thing. As much as like, sort of like reeled against the whole the force awakens is a new hope it kind of was a new hope and in a way last jedi was empire strikes back with the whole like person going off on this planet right and so luke's going to show up as a force ghost and reveal something to ray to clarify things just like obi-wan did in return of the jedi how do you know that he won't reveal something to kylo ren yeah See, I That's picture true. I picture him just annoying <laughs> Kylo Ren. He's, He's just like, like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Kylo! Hey, Kylo! Are hey, you Kylo. trying to sleep? Are you trying to sleep, Kylo? Not anymore, Kylo. <laughs> remember, Except, how, remember how you killed your father? You're, you remember? You remember how I interrupted your sleep that one night? 
when I tried to murder you. <laughs> oh. Kylo's like, get out. God. Or, or he'd call him Ben, not Kylo. Yeah. He'd be like, call me Kylo. I'm very, I'm very serious person. Yeah. Um, so, um, then. Uh, they are officially announcing that Carrie Fisher is in episode nine. Yes. Because they have footage from both Force Awakens and Last Jedi they will use. Oh, I didn't realize they had Force Awakens footage. Yeah. Um, here's what I don't like about it. Um, I was completely at peace with the idea of, um, obviously there's a big time jump between eight and nine, probably. Um, uh, yeah. you got to give time for like a rebellion to rebuild and for the Empire to be. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be thing. like immediately after yeah. like The Last Jedi was. Yeah. I was totally fine with the opening with like Leia's funeral. Like, you don't have to see Leia's death. Yeah. And how are they going to, I mean, is it just going to be like, oh, Leia was in that ship? Like, or I guess they just don't, they don't have to kill her off. Yeah, they don't but, have to kill her off. They could just have. But, it, but it's, it would seem out of place to, like, why wasn't Leia, like, with them the whole time? I don't know. I mean, we don't know what the script is, so. Yeah. It's good I ending. hope it's not any sort of computer-generated stuff. Yeah. No, they, because it looks. It sounds like they're not they're doing not quite that there yet. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like they're not doing that. They're just taking the footage. Yeah. Um, but again, too, if it's footage from Force Awakens: Last Jedi, it can't be like in context. I just well, that's the thing is, I was I was thinking about this. Like, I would love to be the scriptwriter for Episode Nine, and then you're told like one day, oh, by the way, we need to use this footage of <laughs> yeah. Carrie. Here's the exact With things that she says, and now you've got to work whole scenes <laughs> around, like. Yeah. Dialogue from deleted scenes elsewhere. And then like, okay, we've got these scenes from her, but was she in different costumes? In which case, like, yeah. if she's in the same costumes, then you're like, why is she wearing the exact same thing as she wore in Force it, Awakens in this scene? And then suddenly she's wearing the, the dress that she was wearing. And, are they going to do a good enough job of it feeling like she's there? Yeah. Because that, I, I that was wrong. Have to. That's what was wrong with, I finally saw Justice League. Yeah. And that was what's wrong with that movie is like Joss Whedon came in and did reshoots and you could tell like, like in the middle of the scene where he did a reshoot mm -hmm. and it like the person's hair is slightly different and they're behind a CGI screen of what the background was there. Yeah. Well, it's time. like also in um, Fantastic Four, the new, the newer one that they did, they had to do a ton of reshoots and you could always tell when it was a reshoot because of the terrible reshoot wigs. <laughs> like everybody had on like special reshoot wigs that were... <laughs> Garbage wigs. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, that, that, yeah. that scene was a reshoot. So, yeah. So, I if think, it is, but it would have to be like a super cameo I thing. I feel like they like, wouldn't announce that if they hadn't already like looked over the footage and figured out exactly how to use it correctly. Well, yeah, I'm sure they figured it out. I just don't know how. Yeah. Well, they could, they could easily do like a foreign film and just do like pick and choose words that she's used before to make new dialogue. And it might not yeah. match her lips a little bit, but it'll be fine. Well, just like anytime you need her to say stuff like that, you just like have like the, the shot from yeah, the other character yeah. like listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you'll know. You'll be sitting in the theater and you'll know that. Yeah, and it'll just won't feel right. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I am worried that I, it'll I'm pull worried. me out of the movie. I'm worried. We'll see. At least they're not recasting her, which would be the most the worst yeah. decision. Because I had heard all. like they were gonna get Meryl Streep. Yeah, Street. I heard that too. Oh and I was like. No, because I would just think, oh look, there's Meryl Streep, not there's Princess Leia. I know, because that's one of the big problems too with like the the newer films when they have been putting in like bigger name celebrities. Is because I'm like, yeah, up oh, there's Laura Dern, 
Yeah. Whereas with the original films, like nobody was famous mm-hmm. except I guess like that's well, Harrison Ford. Is Civil- Laura Dern really famous anymore? <laughs> I mean, nah. it's still like nah. recognizable. She's, she's not like A-list, though. Yeah. Like, but in the same, like, she's, she's, she's writing like, us a hate letter right now. I know. She's like, how <laughs> dare you? Feel the dern. I've been listening <laughs> to your podcast for twenty eight <laughs> episodes. Well, the the thing is, like, we say, like, well, nobody was famous in in the original Star Wars, but yeah. that's like we're looking at this now, like thirty years away. But like Peter yeah. Cushing, like anybody who is a fan of like the genre of films yeah. in back in the seventies would be like, that's Peter Cushing. Yeah. And Alec, and Alec Guinness was also a pretty, pretty yeah. big celebrity. And Harrison Ford so I guess was already famous. He he had only been in like American one, Graffiti, right? American Graffiti, yeah. which was a, a like known film. But didn't but, he not want to do it because he felt like he was an accomplished actor and he just, no, he got he, like suckered into it. No, he got suckered into it because he wanted to just go back to his construction job. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like maybe this will kill my career finally yeah. <laughs> I'll just do this dumb space movie yeah. for kids um, alright so what else do we got for news um, they revealed um, what the new live action show by uh, John Favreau yeah, they revealed this the day after we finished recording the last yeah. episode which yeah. is real obnoxious they always happen they always end up doing that so I'm looking so, forward to whatever's on the, in the news tomorrow um <laughs> So yeah. for the streaming platform they're revealing next year, um, and they're doing a live action show, which actually starts filming in the fall here. Um, it's going to be about the Mandalorians after yeah. Return of the Jedi, yeah, which is a time that we've yet to see anything, we don't know about, anything really. about. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the they specifically are bringing back the Clone Wars show. Yeah, it's going to, to remind cover, everyone yeah. to cover the battle of. <laughs> Mandalore. It's like the big battle of the Clone Wars. Yeah. So it, it makes sense that they, that's probably why they were told to bring back the Clone Wars. Well, um, was because they're like, we want to set up this well, Mandalore but, show. But they had the Mandalorians on the Rebel show. Yeah. But that show is like already over by the end, like, because it takes a long time to do CGI and stuff. So that, that stuff was already like wrapped up before they were probably figuring out exactly what they were going to do with this live show. So because the Clone Wars, you know, yeah. It's made a but I'm saying like, like I'm saying, like, the, the context of where Mandalore is at. Yeah. Um, well, but what was it even in Rebels? Do you know? It, I don't know. I don't know. They, they, like, brought back the Darksaber and stuff like that. Yeah. So but, like, did you know anything about their government? Or oh, weren't they part of the Empire? Yeah. They, most of them yeah. had gone off and joined the Empire. Because <clears throat> um, in the, the best part of the Clone Wars series is their story, which is yeah. about Satine uh, trying to change them into a more pacifist society yeah. instead of the warmongering bounty hunters yeah and then obi-wan trying to date her which is an amazing story <laughs> no seriously like one of the best stories ever yeah it made me like obi-wan i didn't like it yeah. before yeah um but yeah so what do you think i guess they what so the show would be about mandalore being liberated from the empire then probably but I, like and how, what, what do they form the new government to be i feel like it's sp- so specific just yeah. about them that there's a lot they can do yeah. and not have to even address everything else that's going on yeah. mm-hmm. that there's people probably, really want to know. I mean, yeah. realistically, people yeah. want to know the overarching what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they can be a lot more specific about these people. Yeah. About. Now, if they want to, it was revealed in Chuck Wendig's books that like they ended up finding some acid punctured, um, Mandalorian armor in the middle of the desert and tattooing, implying that Boba Fett did get out. 
So if they wanted to, because all these people are just Jones and for Boba Fett, they could totally bring Tamora Morrison back and have him like showing up and be like, I'm I'm reestablishing the Mandalorian government and have him like in charge as Boba Fett. But like, you could have like Boba Fett like leading this whole army of Mandalorians. What worries me um, is is John Favreau, right? Yeah. He did Iron Man. Yeah. So it's just going to be Iron Man over again. People in their suits of armor. Okay, but like, <laughs> nope, the exact same plot. Well, he's so done other movies. The Mandalorian that, sell their that weapons. Would, that would be like you getting angry also that John Favreau was doing anything Star Wars because you're like, oh, they got these stormtroopers in here who yeah. are all in their armor. Yeah, it's just like Iron Man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not no, sure, but not right. Yeah, um, but uh, I don't know. I I say leave leave Boba Fett to rest. It doesn't need to be about Boba Fett. Oh, I agree. Like, well, but aren't I'm they thinking, making a movie? Possibly, right. possibly. They're so still I don't like, know if they just, would. Yeah. I don't know if they would. Yeah. Put him in there. Yeah, especially because like movies do take longer. Like if they're filming this fall, then next fall we should be getting a Mandalorian movie. But like if they're doing a Boba Fett movie, it wouldn't be for a few. Right. For a few more years. And if they're planning, maybe I. I just feel like if they're planning any type of movie with him in it. Yeah. Because he is so popular, mm-hmm. that they would probably. You can't use him. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Plus, that's a... Well, it'd be a different time period, though. And Possibly. everyone would want to just watch that. this TV yeah. show about Boba Fett. They yeah. wouldn't care about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, for years, people have been saying, that, like, can you just do Boba Fett as a TV show and have him... You know, it'd be like sort of a, a bad guy of the week of mm-hmm. him, like, hunting down different bounties yeah. and stuff all over the galaxy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you just, like, go, like... Oh, what else? What other planets can we make Vancouver look like? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, yeah. Well, no, that's a good point though. They they said it's going to be expensive. Like they're going all in on it. Yeah, it's like it's like going to be like ten million dollars an episode. Yeah, yeah. It just which the thing with these different services to me. Yeah, is it's stretching everybody thin. Yeah, but the thing Mm -hmm. is, like, also for me is I don't do cable. I just. Subscribe yeah, to a bunch of services, and it, and it costs about the same as cable, and I just get exactly what I want. Which for years people have been saying that's what cable needed to do, and cable kept refusing. And now nobody's watching cable anymore, and they died because they didn't right, offer individual stuff. Yeah, because like I'm not going to watch this DC Universe um, channel. Yeah, um, especially if they reveal that terrible Titan show. Yeah, um, <laughs> like I'll 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 get the Disney one because if they're going to put up like. All the classic Disney movies and like all the Star Wars. Although they don't and have, all the Marvel. They don't have the streaming rights to Star Wars yet. That's true. They don't have the streaming rights to Star Wars. And they're not, it doesn't look, it doesn't look like they're, they're going to. Because, so, because the Fox, Disney streaming service will not have Star well, Wars. Well, except, except that they should once they merge because mm-hmm. Fox is the one who has the distribution rights. So they should get 20th Century Fox. Yeah, it might take a while. That merge is supposed to happen within the next year. And the the, so, the Comcast already pulled out, so it's yeah pretty much yeah. so you should we should be it's oh, currently they can't stream it yeah but I assume by the time they get this whole streaming service set up they will so you so Disney's got enough stuff that like I'll absolutely subscribe to it and you know but there's a bunch of other streaming services that like like uh, CBS All Access mm-hmm. I subscribe to it. For a few months, so I can get my Star Trek Discovery, and then I'm, I don't need it anymore. So, um, 
So we're just pick and choose nowadays. I mean, Disney's assuming that they're going to make a buttload of money off the streaming streaming service, and they will <laughs> probably. Because I can't imagine, like, yeah. especially like, if you got kids, like, I could just stream every single yeah Disney movie for my kids. Yeah, yeah like, and you know how little kids, the minute they see, let's just say Beauty and the Beast, they want to watch it fifty million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they'll be stuck with that for a while. Exactly. No, I'm going to make my kids watch the Mandalore TV show 50 million times. Yeah, and like, you will watch this. Adults you will enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess let's move on to our main topic. <laughs> All right, so today's topic is militarization in Star Wars. Yes. So in the context of the Star Wars universe, um, what should the size of the military be and what should be its role? Um, we'll look at the history of all the films, uh, examine what troops are being used, uh, their role, and what lesson we can learn from that. So, so and, here's the really interesting, before we get yeah. like, get into the topic, the, the thing that annoys me more than anything is when people get upset about there being so much military conflict. I'm like, it's called <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. Like, this is literally <laughs> the heart of... It's not Star yeah. Peace. Like, it's Star Wars. Well, Wars will always be a factor. Well, as we'll see, the the military is a reflection of the government and its values, yeah. um, as we'll talk about. So that's also how you have conflict. Yeah. Like um, all the intergovernmental yeah. uh, conflicts in the prequels. And as and, as our listeners know, I'm in the military, reserves now, and but Eric was in the military and just recently retired. So we're going to, we'll be able to give. And I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and most of my life have been a pacifist. Yes, so. and and you've got scrawny, skinny little arms. Yep. So you wouldn't even. And make I'm it proud of. <laughs> so let's get into it. Okay. All right. Uh, so the Republic before the Clone War starts. So as we we open up, um, so the troops being used. There's no centralized army. Yeah. Um, the Republic is just a collection of planets. Um, there's the Jedi which is a private religious peacekeeping force. I guess you can kind of think of like the, the UN peacekeeping okay. force. Like, but not they, really. they're not private because they're still like doing whatever the Senate wants them to do. On it's a true. So it's like they're the seals. Yeah. Of the military. It's, it's like if the well, military was like, we're not going to have any basic troops. Okay. We're just going to have <clears throat> seals who can read minds. So, okay. So, <laughs> Well, but the analogy with the UN works still, though. Like, it's not a yeah. private, uh, it's like this private, random, private military. Yeah, it is thing. told by the countries what it's, to do. Yeah, the countries say, hey, this peacekeeping force should go over there. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, the UN peacekeeping forces have been ineffectual mostly. Yeah. Um, which is exactly what has happened in the Republic. Um, yeah. So their role uh, seemed to be more diplomatic. Um, but they're completely incapable of enforcing the Republic's values. Yeah. And like, like willingly. So like, yeah. like Anakin's like, you didn't come here to free slaves. What's the deal? Yeah. Qui-Gon's like, sorry, kid. Yeah. Suck it up. Unless you're powerful with the force like me. Yeah. I don't well, care also, about you. It's shocking how easy it is for Jedi to just disappear because they show up on the trade Federation ship, realize there's a whole massive army and the trade Federation's like, you know, we could just bump these guys off. <laughs> and nobody's gonna miss them, and we'll just say that they never yeah. showed up. But like, <laughs> yeah, like if you tried to do that nowadays, like conceivably you could. 
but why isn't there some way to like track and monitor and like have some sort of official like right if they're being sent a, there should be accountability some official, yeah you've yeah. got to let us know when you get there you got to let us yeah. know when you complete the mission whatever yeah yeah instead of just oh just do whatever the hell you want and eh, you decide yeah. not to do yeah. it well, like why was qui-gon sent secretly to the trade federation by valorum yeah like, why was that a secret why did that have to be a secret? Yeah, it shouldn't have been. A, there was like, no reason for it to be a secret. Why didn't Valorum say, actually, I sent these Jedi to go figure out the yeah, trade federation. They're going to go and negotiate. They're going to talk yeah. and try to settle this without the need for the Senate to be involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they're completely ineffectual at upholding any kind of values, um, which is literally why separatists start um, separating. Yeah. From the Republic. Yeah. They say the Republic's corrupt. Mm-hmm. They don't care about anything. Which it is. Yeah. Um, like, here's the thing. The Separatists, like, if they weren't being run by a Sith Lord, I'd be like, yeah, like, I'm totally a Separatist. Like you, you got <laughs> like, a good point. Yeah. You got a good point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, due to, obviously, the overwhelmed... Jedi fighting the rise of the Separatists. Yeah. So this is kind of where things start to change. The clone army is commissioned. Um, now, the lesson, um, maybe don't rely your entire galaxy's peacekeeping to be on this small group of, yeah, like, indoctrinated... Well, but at the same time... Like, like they were literally teaching you to be detached from things. Yeah. And... You can't be detached from a situation. So, for instance, in the um, after the Civil War, yeah, uh, the real Civil War, not the Galactic Civil yeah. War in America. Um, Were you not talking about the English Civil War, <laughs> the War of the Roses? No, uh, <laughs> there there was peacekeeping troops sent down to the South to make sure that Black people were actually um, guaranteed their rights. Yeah, like to enforce those yeah. values. And it worked and for it worked, a while. Yeah, until Rutherford B. Dumbass Hayes yeah. took him out. He's like, it's probably it's probably time. Yeah. And then after that, the rise of the Ku Klux Klan, the yeah. Jim Crow laws. Mm-hmm. Because we had our first like black senators and congressmen and everything like that yeah. immediately immediately afterwards. And they were pulled out because there was a massive propaganda campaign saying that they were like basically that they because they had been slaves, they were incapable of properly like managing governments and stuff like that. And it, everything was falling apart down south. Everything was falling apart because you had these insurgent groups of Confederate soldiers who were going around causing chaos, which was like the original like before they were officially the KKK. They were mm-hmm. you know these basically these these rebel groups that were going around and just messing everything up so that it looked like everything was ineffectual. So then when they're like, well, it's ineffectual, let's just go ahead and clear yeah. everything up. Yeah. Yeah, so that indifference to it. Yeah. So yeah, the Jedi are just completely indifferent to, yeah. let's say, slavery. Yeah. Um, so some good real-life parallels there. But at the same time, like, so what's the answer? Do you have, should they have a big, huge, centralized ar- galactic army? Well, like, let's find out. Because yeah. <laughs> that's where they head to next. Because here's the thing. What do you use a army for? Yeah. When you've got the entire galaxy united under one government, it doesn't seem right. It seems like individual well armies on individual planets. Shelve be that to because once we get to the New Republic era, there's it could be like the National Guard. The armies there, just yeah, for 
relief work aid to help if there is some sort of yeah yeah and then like when you need them to mobilize right to, to fight. Mobilize yeah. Them. Mm -hmm. yeah okay so republic during the clone war troops being used obviously clones as stated they are superior to droids um they like in real life i think people i think Real talk. I think people do de like un like not willingly. They dehumanize the military. Oh, absolutely. They're like they're just troops fighting this over mm -hmm. there. Yeah. I don't need to see a human face on that. Well, like, and not only like, that, even the people who are like really respectful of the military, like yeah, you're you're removing yourself from the like actual yeah. things they have to go through. Well, not only that, but they they make the military into like these like superhuman like divine beings, like divine to like. The godhood that is the United States of America, yeah, and the the troops are like they should be respected. Every single one of them is heroes. They're all like these these amazing human beings who sacrifice so much. And I'm like, yeah, there, there, there's a sacrifice, sure, but most of these guys are working behind a desk. Most of them are not like going out. Like the guys who are actually going out and shooting people are like 5% of the military. The stuff I've seen sailors get up to, just the stupidest stuff, I'm like, these guys aren't like selfless heroes. Yeah, yes, like there is selflessness to it. Like I'm not sitting here like trashing the military, but like they aren't, the troops aren't these like perfect beings that like get gets presented like as like, oh, let's all stand and like honor the no, troops. No, I agree, like, yeah. Like most of these guys are sitting at a desk. Yeah. Like, there were like, like I not I, that what I'm just gonna say this because yeah. I worked at a desk. Yes, yeah, yeah. And what the job they do is very important. Yeah. But it's not this idea that everyone has like they're gonna go over and they're gonna go fight over in the Middle East and the percentage is really low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, we're not well, and we're both in the military. We're not trashing the military. What we're saying is the military is full of human beings. Yeah. Who are normal human beings. We're just working a job and getting their GI Bill so they can go to college. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Like normal human beings with their own personalities. Yeah, exactly. Which we've seen in the Clone Wars uh, yeah. cartoon. Literally, the clones start developing their own personalities, yeah. but they're still seen as tools. Well, like even early on, like I remember one of the first episodes of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Like you're sitting there watching, and like they, they introduce all these clones. Yeah. And they're like, "Let's go get into our Y wings," and then you just watch all the Y wings blow up, and like the Jedi are like, "Huh, there goes our all oh, the well. troops." Yeah. And you're just like, "I just watched all those men die." Like, yeah. I, well, I okay, but know if these guys. I knew that they were just clones, like grown in yeah. a lab, and it wasn't like that I knew them. Yeah. I don't know if I would really be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cannon fodder. Yeah, that's their yeah. job. Just, just Except protect like, us. If you think about it, like the Separatists are actually far, far more humane than yeah. the Republic. Because they they're like, droids. you're like, you know what? We're not going to sacrifice sentient life. We're just going to take, we're just going to yeah. take a bunch of, of bikes and screw them together, right? So they can walk around. <laughs> like, that's basically what they are. They're just no, like yeah. a bunch of pipes. They're like, let's let's pull up the plumbing in this abandoned town yeah. and shove them together and have them walk around and start shooting things. Like they're no, much I more humane. <laughs> the separatists are like, no, we're not. We're the good guys here. And I, again, yeah. if they weren't run by a Sith Lord, they'd be like, yeah, separatists all the way, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, like like in real life, like we people are bred for war. 
like they, they go through all of that yeah. training and everything. And we just think, oh, okay, that's just them filling that, that role. Right. So like yeah. in, so in the stars universe, it's exactly the same thing with the clones. There's yeah. this level of detachment that well, and one they're of the, bred for war. One of the things um, that people are beginning to realize with the way that the American military works is that we've got the sort of warrior caste that's beginning to develop more and more because you have fewer and fewer Americans who are actually have family members who are joining the military. Instead, you have military members having children who then grow up and go into the military. And so a smaller and smaller percentage of Americans actually know anybody in the military. So yeah. it allows for a much bigger that, that detachment, detachment yeah. where you don't have to pay any attention because nobody I know is in the military. So. Well, I will say along those same lines, though, yeah. in, in a lot of cases, just from all the years that I was in, uh, you see these standards mm-hmm. um, that are required for you to even get in. Yeah. And the, as the, you know, the new generations come up and stuff like that, they're not able to meet those standards. Yeah. And I think it creates that idea, mm-hmm. oh, they're kind of the cream of the crop in the military. When yeah. that may not necessarily be true, they're just able – to hit a few wickets. Yeah. Look, that a unless, lot of the population can't. Unless they're clones of, what's his name? Of Django Fett? No, of the, the actor. Oh, Tamara Morrison. Yeah. Then yeah. then they can't cut it in the military. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so even though they can develop their own personalities, they're still susceptible to like droid-like programming though, like Order 66. Yeah. So Order 66 is still like kind of up in the air. They haven't really been able to fully explain well there like, was uh whether it's like pure training there or was a recent darth vader comic that came out yeah um where this like so darth vader's hunting all the remaining jedi yeah um and this jedi is like surrounded by old clone troopers mm-hmm. um and he's like vader was a, is a jedi mm-hmm. so order 66 and the clones like turn on vader mm. Uh, because that programming was still in them. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like it's apparently it's permanent. I don't know. I yeah. love the idea of Order sixty six. I don't know why. It's just oh yeah, no, it's <laughs> fascinating. Great. I just yeah. love Genesis. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, yeah, but like, is it is it pure training? Is it pure programming? Is it a bit of both? Because I mean, you saw uh, Commander Cody on Utapau, and he's like chatting with. Yeah, he's like, hey, Obi-Wan. He hands him over his lightsaber, <laughs> yeah. and then he's just like, you might need Order this, buddy. 66, and then he just like, instantly is like, all right. But he isn't like robotic, like, yes, execute. He's just, yeah, he's just like, he's just like, yes, sir. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Blow, blow him out of the sky. Uh, so their role, obviously, was to fight the Separatists, uh, mm-hmm. who thought the Republic was corrupt. Uh, once that became too challenging, the Republic grew tired of long war. They issued more war powers to Palpatine. Mm-hmm ultimately allowing their role to be authoritarian and therefore through Order 66, the takeover of the government because there's no Jedi to stop it. Yeah. Um, so I guess the lesson, don't use clones that are susceptible to a blind order. Except that nobody and, knew that they were susceptible yeah, to a I blind know. order, you know? Like, uh, the bigger lesson, I think, more is obviously, which was more of the point of the prequels, um, especially during the time they were released, was don't give all military powers to one person. Yeah, like Congress is supposed to be in yeah. charge declaring wars, but they no longer do that in today's society. Yeah, no, but the <laughs> well, the president 
can do a lot. Yeah. Without yeah. having war technically. But there's this book yeah, called like, called Drift. Um, I believe it's by Rachel Maddow, and um, she talks about how it's it's the subtitle is the unmooring of American military power, and it's how it's it used to be like entirely Congress. And then over time since Vietnam, they've steadily just sort of like Congress doesn't really want to deal with it. They'd rather let somebody yeah. else handle it. And so just they just steadily have handed more and more of the, the powers over to the presidents. Yeah. They don't have to worry about it anymore. Because then they can't be blamed. Through several through several bills, they've said the president can now do this. And, and now this. Because they're like, you know no. what? If because then my people can't blame me. Yeah. If it so giving Palpatine the war powers, I think that's going to solve all their yeah. problems. Now, interestingly, um, the the Clone Wars closely closely mimics um, the Civil War. Right. There's a lot of things in there. Emergency wartime powers were given to Abraham Lincoln. Now Abraham Lincoln didn't do an Order sixty six, but a, a big concern of people was what happens when this war is over. Is he going to hand over? Yeah. The powers and we. Unfortunately, we'll never know. I would ass- we would all yeah. assume so. Well, he suspended but, habeas corpus. Yeah. And I think, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I think John Wilkes Booth was held in prison without the use of habeas corpus. No, John Wilkes Booth was killed. Hmm? John Wilkes Booth was killed. No, I'm saying, like, that's why he hated Lincoln. Oh. was because he didn't have habeas corpus. Yeah, I don't know. And I, hadn't heard of, I hadn't heard about him being killed. Yeah, and so using all, these so. war powers actually... Yeah. do Lincoln. Yeah. And so that's one of the big criticisms of Lincoln was that like he of uh, his, you know, increasing of um his power and stuff like that. Um but like I said, unfortunately we'll never we'll never know, but we can assume that he probably wouldn't just have infinite so, or eternal martial law. So the lesson is if you're gonna have a big army, don't give it all to one person. Yeah. So so far But again, they didn't know that they were handing it all off to one person. It well, was they the did. Jedi. Well, no. They said, Palpatine, you can have it. Well, yeah, they, yeah. I was thinking, like, on the field, like, Palpatine. Like, well, right, they didn't know Palpatine was going to yeah. overturn him. And, 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 the, and the Jedi were the generals in charge, and then, like, right. Palpatine would make lots of suggestions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he did. So, so far we've learned, so before the Clone War, you can't have this, like, non-existent army. Yeah. But then when you do have an army, you don't give it all to one person. Yeah. All right, so now, continuing on, the Empire. Yeah. Uh, the troops, stormtroopers. Now, this is actually a mixture of clones and recruits, uh, because this is, like, now an authoritarian regime that's spread everywhere, and you need mm. troops everywhere. Yeah. Um, because the main difference between, like, the Empire and the Republic is the Empire doesn't allow the separatists to happen. Yeah. Like, a planet can't just be like, I don't want to be part of the Empire anymore. Yeah. No. You're part of the empire, whether yeah. you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Here's some stormtroopers to remind you of that. Yeah, um, and then in fact, that's um, part of the um, the Star Wars Rebellion board game that we regularly play. Is that as the empire, you simply show up on a planet and you immediately put a token on it that says that it's subjugated. You're like, it's now ours, yeah. and you actually get some abilities from them, just not all the abilities because mm-hmm. you know you you haven't you haven't convinced the population. Yeah, we're imperial now. You're just like, no, you're going to do whatever we say. Yeah. As Tarkin said, fear would keep the local systems in line. The end of this battle station. Uh, but w- yeah. when, looking at the Empire, though, when you think about just the everyday person, mm-hmm. do they really care? Oh, no. 
So to them, this whole thing is like a bunch of terrorists. Yeah. Attacking their government. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's like no. And you got your stormtroopers walking around, but like they're just, especially if you're a human, they're just they're roughing up some yeah. rhodians. What do I care? Yeah. They're gonna leave me alone. <clears throat> so I, you know, that's just probably one of the biggest things of interest to me is that. You know, we in the movies you see this huge, you know, they have the Death Star and they have, yeah. but the general populace is just like, oh no, these are the people in charge. They don't yeah. do nothing to me. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So, I lost my train of thought here. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Just we, shut it all down. Should we improv? Yeah. Can I get a suggestion from the audience? I need a, a location. Um, <laughs> anyway, so this allowed for the end of the Imperial Senate. Yeah. making it even more authoritarian yeah. um, because just that fear, um, that subservience to the government. Uh, so that was obviously the stormtroopers' role uh, to enforce the will of the emperor. Um, however, you can never account for a small rebel group who doesn't like the authoritarian governments. You can't account for a few small snub fighters yeah. getting in past their defenses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we blasted bomb rats in our T-16s back home. I mean, <laughs> they weren't much bigger than two meters. So, <laughs> Yeah, so like, you, that, and that's the thing, is that any authoritarian regime breeds some sort of resistance? Like, yeah, you, there's always going to be that resentment to, what, like, to an open, like, you want an open society. Yeah. Like, I think generally as human beings, that's a desire we want. That's kind yeah. of innate I mean, in us. How well, long was the empire in control? Uh, 30 years or so. So realistically... Well, no, like 20 years. You'd think that the majority of people would be able to remember, older yeah. people, yeah. what it was like before. Yeah. So Well, they always thought before it was a corrupt government. So right. the empire is yeah. going to serve their needs. Yeah. To a point, but I yeah. think you could... It would make sense why... Yeah. You know, when you look at ancient Rome. Yeah. And uh, Augustus took over. Yeah. By the time he died... Like, a generation of people, they only knew that there was an emperor. Yeah. They never knew that there was a senate. And you don't see that here. Yeah. Because, of course, they're advanced scientifically and they can live a long time. Right? Yeah. But also, um, you know, I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to do we add do, something to it. Do we do an improv? Yeah. No, oh, God. <laughs> but I'm just saying that yeah. you, you could understand, I think, why people would want to join the rebellion because they remember mm-hmm. more than just the empire. Right. If yeah. people, if it had been a hundred years, all people yeah. know was the empire. Why would they? They remember yeah. that while corrupt, a free society existed. Right. Mm-hmm. And even though, like, you have this fear keeping you in line, like your ultimate desire is to be mm-hmm. free. I know what I was gonna say. So you said that all people, like, it's sort of just a universal human trait that the, all people want, like, a much more free yeah. society. That's America. Debatable. America has been around for what two hundred and. 50, 40 years, yeah. something like that? Yeah. Before then, for the 100,000 years of civilization before that, no. That's a very, very recent yeah. human development of humans wanting to be free. Like, they had serfs for You're right. a thousand right. years in, in monarchies Europe. Were... Monarchies were the thing. Yeah. People just did what they were told. Yeah. It's a very, very recent thing for us to think that people would want to be free. But it's not like serfs were like, I'm totally happy being a serf. Yeah. Like, yeah, but no, they but they weren't, weren't gonna, like, but they were going to do it. Man, I'm going to go kill them. They were like, yeah. I, 
I know my we need democracy. Life. Yeah. Like yeah. no, nobody knows. There's like my life sucks. So. Yeah. Okay. But what it is is that as t- life has gotten easier and easier for human beings, and when life becomes easier, it's much much easier for you to want more freedom. Well, so like for thousands and thousands of years, you had people who were just. Well, I think George Lucas's point was, I mean, like you were saying, because um, like the whole idea of giving war powers, yeah, because you know, they kept giving war powers to George Bush, yeah, um, and Lucas saying you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Like he's saying, remember what democracy is like. Yeah. So you're saying people actually could remember what democracy is like. Mm. Um, so anyways, point being a rebel band can form and the, yeah. So an authoritarian army can never account for rebels hiding off in some off world. Yeah. Um, which ironically, as you'll see in a bit completely flips the script mm-hmm. when the new movies come around. Also, rebellions aren't built by a bunch of small ragtag nobodies. The American Revolution happened because a bunch of rich landowners. Yeah. The well, Mon Mothma was a senator. Yeah, yeah, and but like a lot of people like talk about like these ragtag mm-hmm. members, but you have Bail no. Organa and yeah. and you and have all these different powerful people yeah. who have money. And like they yeah. had to get the funds to be able to purchase all these X wings from Incom. Like the Americans were yeah. like the most educated. Yeah, among they were them. highly educated. Yeah, like the, the the downfall of the <clears throat> Republic happened because a bunch of senators ended up, yeah, basically causing this whole overthrow of the government. Yeah. So like, you can't get rid of the Senate. Uh, yeah. Uh-uh. Was Von Mothma part of the Imperial Senate? Yeah, she must. Yeah. Have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she was. Senator so Mon obviously the empire crumbles. Yeah. Um, so lesson being you can't just have a big army and decide what to do with it because <laughs> resentment will yeah. will ensue. Well when you think about just the size of the empire, yeah. There's no just way they could monitor collapses enough. on mm-hmm. itself. Yeah. Well, just monitor enough to be able to track them down and destroy everything and yeah. yeah. So, so it kind of worked against worked against them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in the New Republic, so as a complete turnaround, um, Mon Mothma. So she becomes chancellor, mm-hmm. and she decides there should be no military. Yeah, that the empire, like the lesson from the empire, was don't have a military. Yeah. So she decides to cut the military by 90%. Yeah. Back to a small peacekeeping force. Yeah. Um, Leia didn't like that. Yeah. So she crafted the resistance to actually try to fight any oncoming threats. Yeah. Um, because the Empire but, didn't wasn't destroyed. The Empire fled to the Unknown Regions. Yes. And disappeared. So flipping the script here, just because you're a nice republic again... Yeah. Um, you can't account for Nazi sympathizers, for instance, yeah. that still exist. Yeah. That want to rise up. Yeah. Um, but she creates this rebellion. In a way, she's like making another rebellion for the thing that she wanted just because they. It's didn't ironic. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's ironic wanted. that like, well, her government. Do it again. The reason her government falls mm-hmm. is the same reason the Empire fell. Yeah. If she couldn't, like, she couldn't, I guess, control what everyone thought. I don't know. It, it's yeah, she could, and she couldn't. Not that she was trying to. I feel like it was, was naive to think mm. that 
we can get rid of the military and everyone's going to be really happy with the way things are. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to be fine. Yeah. Like it was just, yeah. it seemed a little too naive for someone who yeah. was in charge. Yeah. To ever who think that. that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Like you, I don't, you're old enough. You were there probably before. Yeah. Like literally she was there. Well, she like, was there when the separatists were complaining about all the corruption. I know. But what she was and, trying to do was basically prove that the Republic the new republic was not the empire, so it's like, look, yeah, we're gonna, we're not gonna have our troops stationed everywhere. We're not gonna have ships floating in the sky over your planet. But it was an overreaction because oh, yeah. it made yeah. it a useless republic. That which is why Leia did what she did. She was like, mm-hmm. "This is you've gone overboard. There's, we have to have some sort of." But the thing I don't understand then, you have the new republic, and you yeah. have all these different worlds. It would almost be, and I know we talked a little bit earlier about the national guard, but. Each state or each planet having their own little. You think and, I'll tell you what? If I'm in charge of a planet, I'm like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make our own little military yeah. here, just in case. Which I mean, they did a little bit because you watch when um, uh, the planet uh, Hosnian Prime gets destroyed. They've got their defense fleet, yeah, floating over the planet, and I'll get incinerated. Just turns out that they're like that was the main force of the centralized. Republic mm-hmm. army because back in the days of feudalism what you had was basically the the warlord who had the most toys the most troops was the guy who was made king and so but he didn't control like the French king did not control all the armies of France right. he controlled his own central army which would be like the Republic fleet here mm-hmm. and then but and then he could basically say to these other like lords hey send your army over here because if you don't, when this war is over, I'm going to come over there and strip you of all your land and kill all your armies. So the, the, the thing is the new Republic's not going to go around and like wipe right. out planets. <laughs> so it doesn't quite work. But basically they, like they had their own central army that was theirs. Mm. And then the minute they're blown up, it'd be very easy for them for the um, first order to come in. And take over all these other planets because the planets aren't going to coordinate because they're like, oh, I guess the Republic's gone, so I don't have to listen to them anymore. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, with no force to defend against threats, um, the New Republic gets destroyed. Yeah. Uh, by the First Order, because if they take a more aggressive approach, they might have found the First Order. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, now the First Order's troops. Are children, yeah, taken taken at birth mm-hmm. to be conditioned, yeah, to fight um, on behalf of that the government they want, mm-hmm. based on an ideology, on an ideology, yeah, like the Jedi, yeah. So you're saying that the first order of the good guys. I'm saying it. I'm <laughs> saying it, it flipped the script, is what it did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In so not only did it flip the script with the old trilogy in that. The Rebel Band is the First Order, mm. um, but it also flipped the script in, like, the troops, the Jedi, yeah. um, are now the evil yeah. troops. Um, but actually, I when I thought about this, I noticed that there's actually some similarities between Finn and Anakin. Mm. Um, so they're both, like, taken um, for conditioning. They both decide they're not going to follow that conditioning. Yeah. Uh, they both use the same lightsaber. That's true. Yeah. Um, Finn gets cut up on 
um, Starkiller base, and Anakin mm-hmm. gets cut up on um, yeah. Mustafar. And when Starkiller base is like breaking apart, there's like lava everywhere. Yeah, I know. Oh. Well, no, like double lava. Well, actually, really, that whole battle scene yeah. is basically Anakin versus Obi Wan and yeah. Mustafar. Um, because even the like the fight sequence is a bit similar. Except they like swings his lightsaber twice, and then Kylo Ren's like, "You dead." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm saying the whole thing. Yeah. No, no. Um, and then, um, and then they both like only care about one person. Like Finn's like, "All I care about is saving Rey." Yeah. And Anakin's like, "All I care about is saving Padme." And his mommy. Right. Cares about his mommy. But yeah, again, like not about <laughs> the ideology. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't about, care about the ideology yeah. at all. In fact, there's a deleted scene in The Last Jedi that people said really should have been kept in there where um, Finn is actually like talking to Poe when like he's getting ready to go sneak aboard the escape pod and he's like, I don't care about your ideology. I just need to protect Rey. I need to get out of here because I need to... Pro- I don't... I don't... I'm not a rebel. Yeah. It should not and, have been included unless it was a I love you goodbye. That's true. I'm just saying. You're a big old shipper. A, I want them fin, to be it, yeah. a Finn Poe shipper. I am. Yeah. I, I'd be for it too. Yeah. <laughs> or, or me and Poe. I mean, yeah. Really. I mean, I think, I think literally everyone on Earth thinks it should be them and Poe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, mm. it's Poe Dan. Yeah. Um. Anyways, <laughs> but there's some ring. We're saying that everybody's gay for Poe. Yeah. <laughs> um. But there's some ring theory there, um, because, um. Uh, Anakin, you know, abandons the ideology mm-hmm. and becomes evil, and then Finn abandons the ideology and becomes good. So there's like kind of following yeah. the ring. Yeah. Um, so the role of the Resistance uh, was obviously to seek out the First Order in the unknown regions, which I'm confused. Like, if they knew they existed, mm-hmm. why was there not like any alarm bells going on with the Republic? <laughs> they just, because they're just still like. Like, no, because, we're not the Empire. Because it was seen as sort of just, like, this ragtag group of, like, this splinter yeah. remnant of the Empire. It's... I, see, that's what I don't get. The Empire is so huge. Yeah. A splinter remnant yeah. is, like, a big deal. I know, but it was sort, sort well, of yeah, more like they a had their They like had their troops, and wait, the opening crawl of Last Jedi said all their troops took over all the systems. Like, yeah. they've been waiting to just grab all the power. Yeah. So... And it's because... The unknown regions are notoriously difficult to navigate. There's all kinds of terrible, like, uh, like hyperspatial storms and all this different stuff. So the First Order could ba- would basically sat there for 30 years, hid out, and then and built up their troops, kidnapped children from the rest of the galaxy, yeah, and built up their troops and built up their troops. There's uh, it's an entire section, like it's entire like half of the galaxy. It's completely un- unexplored with not a ton of alien races, so you've got abundant resources on your planets, and it allows them to then, and who knows, like, it's... what what cloning, like, chambers they stole mm-hmm. from the Empire as well. So they're off there, like, you know, cloning workers to build these ships, hiding out, and then you just go and park your your ships out in the middle of, like, you know... 10 light years out from from any nearby star, nobody's going to go looking for them there. And then you yeah. just drop into the solar systems and just start laying waste to everything. Yeah. Um, much like 
how you don't realize that neo-Nazis could be a threat until they, they drive their until they drive their car through a crowd yeah. and kill someone. Yeah. You don't realize how many are actually out there. Yeah. Um, so, lesson. <laughs> uh, obviously, you need to have some centralized military or else the First Order is going to take care of business. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, much like the rebels hiding to gain power, so did the First Order. So, literally, it seems like no matter what you do... Mm-hmm. You can't win. Except that Eric's come up with the, the correct solution. The correct solution is you have a National Guard type thing. Yeah. Where you have the ability to mobilize. Like the first planet that gets taken over, all the other planets can start mobilizing to fight. They're like, no, and they all, yeah. But what happens when the other planets say that the Republic's corrupt? And it's just a separatist situation again. Then well, that's why you have the we're Senate. We're worrying about the, the First Order right now. When you have a Senate who are all assigned by the planets that they're from, who then go and fix the the new republic through the Senate. They could have the Senate but, and the House of Representatives. But they had that, and they still separated because... Yeah, but that was... That was because it was. The, That's because the, the, it was just a small. It was a thousand. It was you know. And it was a small piece. It was a, it was a Jedi force. It wasn't a like yeah. a national guard. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. It wasn't like troops. I mean, okay. there's a ton of things they could do. They could split up, you know, a few planets into space sectors. I mean, they could do a yeah. bunch of different things with the governments there. Yeah. I mean, I would just say at its core, like, have the New Republic, but an army to actually enforce the values. Yeah. Like, to let quit slavery on the Jedi. happen. The Jedi should be a Maybe they should just abolish an entire central government and just have every single planet rule themselves independently. I feel like there will be wars when people want... Yeah, more land. Perhaps, but there's going to be small wars. Perhaps Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, they could have some. There really Star would wars. be some Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how they're going to end end it. I mean, any yeah. predictions as far as the government? I mean, I think that they should let the past die. Kill it if they have to. Well, if it's a if they believe in ring theory, they're going to end it with um, basically a new republic. With Jedi, yeah, that'll look the exact same as the first prequel movie. Yeah, yeah. I think it. The thing is this. I think it will focus, and I could be wrong, but I think the movie's going to focus more about Ray and yeah, uh, yeah. But they'll at least comment what the government is. What if the at the end of the end of the movie has Ray discovering that she can send messages back through time, and she sends <laughs> a message with the voice of Valorum telling Qui-Gon that he needs to go to Naboo to deal with this whole trade federation issue. And then it's complete ring theory and that she's actually <laughs> sending the message back. You are, and now you are literally the worst. You're the worst. You need to be quiet. <laughs> all right. Should we do some trivia? Yes. All right. Who needs that? About time for some trivia Going face to face Going face to face Head on Gabe and Mark And show who's the king Some say Mark can win But some say he cannot be Gabe He cannot be Gabe Each one has a different strength That they bring 
questions per person are asked about the mother loving Star Wars world. We love. So good luck to both of you. Show us what you can do. Oh, Gabe, I love you. But Mark, I love you too. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one. Uh-oh. All right, so what so is our current score? Our current score is just two difference. 110 yeah. and 112. Uh, you know, who's at 110 and who's at 112? Um, who was ahead longer than you were no, ahead? No, that's not the question I asked. I'd like you to answer the question that I asked. Is it a trivia question? <laughs> well, you're going to... If you if you refuse to answer, you're going to lose points. Okay, I am behind by two. Yes, you are. Again, I'm just giving you false confidence, uh-huh. so it really hurts when I overtake you. I'm sure. All right, let's give it a try. All right, ask Mark um, first. Eric is going to ask us the questions. Okay, Mark. Yes. Who rides atop a noble Faluma Passet in the Naboo Victory Parade? Who rides a cr- a cr- oh. atop a noble Faluma Passet in the Naboo Victory Parade? Faluma Passet? Jubadubé? Oh, it's uh, Boss Nass. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. You again, Crick. Just go through the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, just go through the whole thing. Who does Anakin Skywalker accuse of bringing Obi-Wan Kenobi to kill him? Uh, Padme. This is so okay. stupid. Who demands to know? Oh, Padme. <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> the dark side. His yeah. Whole, I just... His, the whole, side. his entire motivation in the movie is stated... He loves Padme. He'll do anything for Padme. The next question I'm going to get is be like, <laughs> what is Anakin's entire motivation? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. uh, who demands to know where are those transmissions you intercepted? Where are those? Where are those transmissions? I, I can hear the line in my head, but I'm trying to think of where are those transmissions? My 15-month-year-old could get this. <laughs> oh, it's Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. correct. Like one of the opening lines. Yeah. It was like, come on, man. man. Well, and that's the thing is I, I kept, he, I thought I was hearing his voice, but I was like, but where does he say it? I was trying to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who in Luke Skywalker's opinion is too small to run away? R2-D2. Yes. How many legs support a dwarf spider droid's laser cannon? Four. Correct. Mm-hmm. Who admits to being much too frightened to tease a senator? Anakin. That is correct. You got it. Those were six easy. Out of six. Whatever. Are you ready, Gabe? Would you have gotten the dwarf spider laser cannon? I probably would have guessed five, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? ready. Okay. Who does Han Solo refer to as Greedo's boss? Um, Jab. Correct. Who does Yoda claim to have watched for a long time? Luke. Okay. She's real creepy. That's correct. (laughs) Who bravely stays inside the Millennium Falcon to guard the ship while others check out the odd noises? C-3PO. Okay. I'll stay and go. That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) Who discovers Princess Leia's wrecked speeder bike on Endor? 
says that. Oh, yeah, no, because Han's getting Luke's attention. Like, Luke, Luke, uh, Han does. Correct. Which planet causes Luke to remark, there's something familiar about this place? Dagobah. Correct. Because he's being spied on. What is, <laughs> <laughs> what is Darth Vader referring to when he says, nothing can stop that now? Oh, his, his own death. Correct. Tell you, it's just, all right, I answered them faster. That doesn't matter. <laughs> I considered it, and I all right. worked my well, way through it. Well, wow, you couldn't get a bigger lead. What does that say about you? Nothing, because huh. I answered all the questions correctly. There was no uh, way for me to get a bigger lead. <laughs> There's literally no way for me to get a so bigger really lead. So really, it says a lot about me and my ability to keep up and how no, great I am. It doesn't. So, really, you only kept up. You didn't even... I didn't ask for your opinion. Why couldn't you have gotten better? You know, we we let you on this podcast, and I thought that there was a level of understanding. (laughs) I didn't bring you on here to insult me. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently I did, because we did off off the gate. Yeah. All right. So that is our episode. I'm just a punching bag. You're all just resentful because I am pointing out how terrible of a character Han is. I'm not a Han Solo fan. Good. I even think Harrison Ford has, like... Horrible yeah. acting chops. Yeah. In the Star Wars he's like, films. He's I'm Harrison like, Ford oh, in every God. movie he's in. So like when people are like really good at in being Solo. <laughs> right. When people are like Solo, oh my God, his acting is so bad. Well, yeah. he's kind of filling, you know, yeah. the same shoes. So yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we will catch you next time. Put me down. I love to groove and boogie. Yeah. Show you some day. Well, Snapchat doesn't consider a small two-man podcast to be any threat, or that have a tighter defense. And Alice of the Plans provided by Princess Leah has demonstrated a weakness in the Snapchat. But the approach will not be easy. You're required to record straight over the microphone and skim the surface to this point. The target area is only two meters wide. It's a small USB port right below the main port. The shaft leads directly to the computer. A precise recording will start a chain reaction which should destroy the Snapchat. Only a precise podcast will set off a chain reaction. The shaft is ray-shielded, so you'll have to use microphones. That's impossible, even for a podcast. It's not impossible. I used to record about Whopper Rats in my T-16 back home. They're not much bigger than two meters. I can be your backpack while you run. Swing from a hairy vine. I can be your backpack while you climb. Stand on one hand and lift. Rocks with your special gift. Run, 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 jump, now breathe.